This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Hello. I, I the I'm recording video and I look like a turd. But that's okay. We'll see if I even use this video. Um also I am sitting in my new chair that I got from Structube. I initially bought it to set up to record in. So I could like set up the lights, the camera, and put my little neon sign up. But I have not done that yet. So it's just my computer chair right now, which is probably not good for my 90-year-old lady hips. Um, But such is life. My office is too small to have. First of all, my computer chair that I had before that I replaced was also not good. It was just our dining room table chair. Um, So yeah. Not ideal. I need to get like a proper ergonomic chair, but I I literally sit like I'm 12 years old. I'm always like cross-legged on the floor. It's just not good. And yesterday I did a 30-minute yoga class on the Peloton app and it was so fabulous. Oh my God. It felt so good to move my body. And my body probably has muscle memory because I used to do yoga all the time. Hot yoga, obsessed. Um, But then once we moved to the GTA, there weren't really any studios near me. And once you're adding like a 20, 30 minute drive to get to a studio and then get back, it's like it takes half the freaking day just to do a class. So I was also very partial to hot yoga. I didn't want to just do regular yoga. Um, but now I'm like, I'll just do regular, regular yoga in my room because it's very easy and it's quick. Um, and I have the Peloton app and they have really great classes. So that's what I'm going to do. And hopefully it goes well. And I start, you know, being able to not be sore. Does that sentence even make sense? I don't know what I'm saying, guys. Oh, it's been a week. Um, You've probably noticed that I haven't been storying as much or maybe you haven't and you're just like not even noticing that. Maybe I'm assuming that everyone notices that. Um, But yeah, I just, oh my God, we have had a terrible week with, and it's funny because everything was great. I was in Ottawa for two days and it's not like Ottawa was a vacation for me. It's, it was very stressful actually, like driving five hours, getting to the hotel. Like I was literally in like a mild sweat for my entire Ottawa trip because I was anxious, setting up all the equipment, like testing everything out. Like it was anxiety inducing. And then I drove five hours home, didn't stop once. And then from there on, it was just bedtime battles. We had a couple nights of what we think were night terrors, which was absolutely terrifying to me, the person not having the terrors. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's been really stressful. I feel like my husband and I like don't even get to talk. We are just robots. And I'm starting to get like resentful of him and I get irritated 
like it's weird it's like I know it's both of us and it's just the situation and it sucks and we probably don't make a big enough effort to change anything and it's like once you just like get deeper and deeper like into this routine of basically being roommates and I had a whole episode a few weeks ago where I talked about living that roommate life with your significant other once you get into that routine now it's not even like a happy routine it's like you start to get pissed off at least I do like I'm so irritated and not necessarily like irritated at my husband I'm just like pissed off like I'm not a nice person on the inside um so yeah I've just been kind of quiet this week just like getting lots of work done because I'm just like okay changes have to happen and I don't know what that change is going to be or what we should do it's like I feel like I always have these plans like okay we're gonna plan a date every month and like we'll take turns planning and blah 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 and it's like okay one month I got you know the babysitter planned our date and then that's it like it just never happened again and it gets to the point where it's like do I even want to go on a date anymore like you just feel so like defeated and it's funny because in this episode I wanted to talk about burnout because everyone's like oh like burnout 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 and if you look up burnout it's always with regard to someone's job or career like I don't have that I fucking love what I do I could do it 24 7 like it brings me so much energy so much joy I'm obsessed I have burnout with regard to like my interpersonal life I think if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I don't have friends. Um, I feel like our marriage is just like we're roommates and we don't do exciting things. We are not like intimate. We're just like blah, blah, blah. And I get irritated also with like self-care stuff. Like I want to be physically active and I don't know why that is such a hurdle for me. Like, why can't I just do it? I feel like I'm going to cry, guys. Oh, anyways, I knew that if I was talking about this, I was going to get emotional. But yeah, I just feel frustrated. Like, I don't know. And it's not, that's the thing. I looked up burnout and it's like, oh, your job, your job, your job. And it's like, it's not my job. It's other stuff. And I guess being busy in your job, having a spouse that has a crazy busy job is on call all the time so like that right now what I feel like is my husband is on call all the time and so now that I'm starting to get busier with like I'll have an event or want to get together with one of my friends or something it's like even for me to go get my hair done so if I go get my hair done I get my hair done an hour away my husband can't be on call the day that I get my hair done because I'm not able to pick up Milo from school. So if by chance my husband has to stay at the hospital, he like he can't. He has to be available to pick up Milo from school. So any little thing where my husband can't be on call, it's usually because I have something to do either for work, um, a friend asked me to go for dinner, like whatever. And so 
it seems like every other day where I don't have something, he's on call. So when are we supposed to do anything? Like, I don't know. It is so frustrating and I feel like I know this and I have known this, like that this is bothering me for a long time. And I talk about it here and there and, but like you just don't do anything about it. It's like, oh, I'll get some like good idea from listening to a podcast and then we do it once and then that's it. It's like, how do you actually maintain these like patterns and put your relationship first? How on earth are you supposed to put your relationship, like make your relationship a priority? So I think I have like marriage burnout, if that's a thing. Like I coined the term um, relationship compassion and I do have that, but like at some point, like, okay, I'm getting pissed now. So, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, we, we, we could see a therapist. But I also feel like the tools that the therapist is going to have us do, I could, like, we could just do, you know? It's like I know enough about, like, communication and attachment and all this stuff, but I guess it's kind of biased if I'm the one, like my husband doesn't know anything about that stuff. So I guess it's kind of biased if I'm like, oh, let's do this. Anyways, oh my God, we're going to do something. Like something has to happen because I'm losing my mind. And the thing is something like maybe it's not called burnout, but I think it's when you're so lacking. Like we have all these different areas of our lives. It's like, We have like personal care stuff. Like what are some hobbies that we have? And for me, like my job is really like it started out as a hobby. Like this is technically both my job and my hobby. So I get a lot of fulfillment from doing what I do. And then there's like, you know, motherhood and like parenting. There's that part of your life, which really like it's hard to ever kind of put that on the back burner. Like that's always going to be like a top priority no matter what and then there's your relationship like with friends and family and that is pretty good I feel like in the Toronto area I don't have that many friends um and the friends that I do have they're like an hour away so it's not like uh, I don't have friends that are like a part of my everyday life if that makes sense like when you're in school for me anyways in grad school or like growing up your friends are like part of your life every day and my husband was and is kind of that you have like a built-in friend but for females it's so important for us to have female friendship and I just feel like like half my friends are like dealing with their own issues and you know I don't know like uh, is this just what like being an adult is because It's not fun sometimes. So anyways, yeah, friends, family, and then there's your relationship with your significant other. And I feel like if you are not thriving or you feel like super unfulfilled in any of these parts of your life, it's going to affect you negatively and like seep into the other areas of your life. So for example, like 
not feeling like connected or like physically, like emotionally, having time to like fucking have a relationship with my husband is going to affect my patience now with Milo because I'm like internally pissed off. Even if I'm not like fully aware of it, it's just obviously it's like something that's bothering me and I'm just like letting it ruminate or like stew inside my body. So it's going to affect other areas of your life. (sighs) Anyways. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's that on that. I don't know if it's burnout. I don't no like is it worth like going to therapy and I know people are gonna be like yes like go to therapy it's so funny because my PhD is on the efficacy of psychotherapy like that's literally what I did in school so I know how valuable and effective it is I also like I'm friends with freaking psychologists who are awesome and I'm obsessed with what they do and I know like I see the value in what they do but for some reason I don't know if it's like you know how they say like medical doctors take care of themselves like the worst and it's funny like they provide like health advice and like help other people be healthy but they're the worst themselves like is that the same for people that studied psychology because I that's how kind of like how I feel I'm like uh, yeah like I don't know like I already know everything but like no I need I don't know I'll keep you posted. Maybe I'll ask. I know a few people that deal specifically with like couples and, you know, couples after having kids. I just had the most amazing two conversations with two of these people, actually, Tracy and Zara in Ottawa. And those episodes will come out soon. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm also wondering if it's related to my period because I feel like I get really freaking irritated and like really down and like ruminate on these things the week before my period like it's always kind of bothering me but like in a low level way and then the week before my period it's like ah! like I hate everybody I hate everything like I'm quiet around my husband like I don't want to talk I'm just like so irritated I'm more like impatient with Milo so I don't know maybe I should get tested for that like post not postpartum um what's it called like the period thing where you like rage on your period oh my god what's it called premenstrual cycle something something anyways I'll keep you guys posted on what what happens um if you've read the book how not to hate your husband after kids by Jancy Dunn 
she talks about her experience with her and her husband going to a therapist, like a well-known therapist. His name's Terry Real. They drove from New York to Boston to go meet with him. And I'm like, I want to go do that. Like, I just want someone to be like, listen, because also I am very, I don't know if you know this about me, but like, I will talk a lot and I think a lot about things and I'm very like able to express my emotions and be vocal. And my husband is not so much. So I take over every single discussion that we have. And I need someone to like back up my husband and be like, no, you're doing this and that's not right. And like, you need to change this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Anyways, this Terry Real guy seems like legit. I might watch some of his YouTube videos today and just, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I should go to Boston. I should interview. Oh my God. I should get Terry Real on the podcast and just use it as like a you know what I mean? Like a a private session, which is what I do most often. Um, okay, anyways, I'm going to get into some lighter topics. I will keep you posted on all this burnout, relationship, feeling annoyed stuff. Um, lip flip. Let's talk about lip flip. Okay, so I used to hate how my lip, when I would smile would curve like it would be like this okay well if I'll make a reel of this but my lip when I would smile used to be curled all the way under I couldn't control it so when I went and got Botox from my aunt in Sudbury it is revitality Trish LaFonacy she's great anywho she was like, oh, do you want to do the lip flip thing and I was like oh what does that do and she explained it to me and I was like that is fabulous my lip drives me insane. And you'll notice, so my new podcast cover is up. I had Caroline Photoshop and she made a reel about how she Photoshopped my mouth. It's super interesting. I'm going to post it. Um, But she, I was like, can you make my lip not so like curled under? And she freaking did. She's like a Photoshop master. Anywho, Obviously, I did the photo shoot for the podcast before I got the lip flip with the Botox. So the first thing I will say is that the needle in the top of the lip kills. Like, it's almost unbearable. And they can put numbing cream, but I was like, Ugh, I hate the numbing cream. So just do it. It was like two injections. So just get her done. Um, so that sucked. But oh my God, it is insanely effective. So see, now when I smile... Like, I physically can't get my lip to curl under. So I smile like this. Okay, I don't know. You guys are probably just listening and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? But my lip does not flip under. So it's great. It's aesthetically pleasing. But it's also very weird to eat. Because I don't know if I'm just a person that, like, fills my mouth with too much food or take, like, really big drinks of water. But because... Botox literally just like paralyzes certain like the muscle that it's injected into and so that muscle like whatever that muscle is that flipped my little lip under which I didn't like is what is used to keep food in your freaking mouth when you take too big of a bite or you take too big of a drink of water so now I feel like I'm like like gonna spit out food 
it hasn't happened. I have spit out water though. Like I'm not going to lie. I take really big gulps of water and like water has like spurted out of my mouth because I don't have the freaking muscle to like keep it in. So that's really strange. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get used to that. Also, Kathy and I went to the movies on Sunday. We went and saw Top Gun um, and I got a root beer and it has a straw like the the fountain pop has the straw. I could, it was like, like I had to put the straw at the corner of my mouth. Oh my God, my dog is like hacking. Are you done, Muffin? Anyways, I was like, Kathy, it is so awkward to drink out of a straw. Like my lip muscles are incapacitated. Anyways, very effective, but it is strange for those reasons I mentioned. Um... Top Gun. Highly recommend. I'm sure like it's I feel like it's been in theaters for a while. So highly recommend going to see it before it leaves theaters because it was incroyable. That's incredible in French. And I'm not even like I'm not even a movie person. I have a 15 second attention span. I struggle to sit through TV shows and this movie was so good. And I'm not even an action fan movie, move, action movie fan um, at all. I had never seen the first Top Gun. I'm sure most people don't, but you're, you'll are you get how the second one is related to the first one. Um, they make it like pretty obvious. So you understand what had happened. So good. And I remember asking Kathy, I was like, I don't even know what Top Gun's about. Like, what, have you seen it? And she's like, uh, I don't really remember, but I know they fly planes into the danger zone. (laughs) Okay, let me say that again, because I'm going to make a reel of that. So, okay, my friend and I go to see Top Gun, and we were having brunch before the movie, and I was like, I didn't see the first Top Gun. Have you seen it? Like, what's it about? What do they do? And she goes... I'm pretty sure that they fly planes into the danger zone. (laughs) Anywho, that was hilarious. Um, Okay. So, oh yeah, my, okay. So my thoughts on Top Gun, um, Tom Cruise is 60 years old. That is mind boggling. Also, you know how some older male celebrities, you can tell they're getting like Botox and filler. I'm sure he's getting something, but whoever is doing his stuff, great, fabulous, you know? And it's funny, I was listening to um, the Skinny Confidential. They had this doctor on there who does lots of like labiaplasty, like he's a vagina doctor. Like he literally is very much like involved in all that stuff. It was fascinating. It was such a good episode. But he was saying how, like, he's had so many famous people come through his office, but he will never get the recognition of, like, you know, oh, I did this person's, like, labiaplasty or whatever. Like, because nobody wants to share that information. And it's the same with whoever's doing Tom Cruise's stuff. I'm sure they're like, I wish he would tell people who's doing it because that would make me, like, the best in the business. And I would, you know, my business would skyrocket. But yeah, people don't want to share that stuff. But whoever is doing his stuff, like he looks incredible. I kind of had a crush on him during the movie. And I know everyone was like, Miles Teller, Miles Teller. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know if it was the mustache. Like, I just couldn't. I was like, if he asked me on a date, I would go. 
um, just as friends, obviously. But I don't know. Not, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I know Tom Cruise has like the Scientology thing, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not, I'm not considering that. I'm just like talking about Okay, funny, funny fact, not funny, but interesting fact. My uncle used to know somebody that lived on the same street as Tom Cruise when he was with Nicole Kidman. And he said, like, Tom Cruise is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. So that's always been in the back of my mind, too. Like, oh, he's probably a really nice guy. Anywho, okay, this episode is getting long enough. Sorry for crying or like, almost crying. Uh, it's going to happen because I just, I told you this podcast is just going to get more real and I'm just going to share because it feels so much better to just like get things off your chest and it just takes like the shame away. So anywho, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, if you haven't already go and rate and review the podcast because that helps us I don't know, stay on the charts, look, look cool, book bigger guests, you know, all those things. Um, maybe we can get Tom Cruise on. We'll see guys. We'll see. I wouldn't put it past me. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening and I hope your children sleep tonight and do not have a night terror or hand and foot and mouth or whatever that thing is called. Okay. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. <laughs> well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us come out. Come check us out. Brought to you by The Laughing Couple Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha!